0: powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft or tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 live from the buffalo wild wing studios it's time to get locked in to the best sooner recruiting and football news with tyler McComas and parker Thune.
1: you better lock it up you better lock it up you lock it up lock it up lock it up
0: Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405 329 9000. Or text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405 651 3439. Do it! Just do it! Now, with Locked In, here's Tyler McComas and Parker Thune.
1: I'm just wondering if February 7th is uh, way too early to start setting uh, expectations for the 2024 recruiting class. As Travis Davidson joins me today, not Parker Thune, I'll actually uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, host with Parker from five to six today. I got Travis from two to three, Teddy from three to five, Parker from five to six. So we got a lot of moving parts today. But Travis, I'm just trying to figure out if early February is uh, too early in the cycle to start putting over-unders where those need to be uh, in terms of elite defensive linemen that you could land in this 2024 class. Because as I was looking at it yesterday, and as I've already said numerous times and probably will continue to do so, these rankings will obviously shift. But 24-7 has nine defensive linemen. Four defensive linemen OU has a legit chance to get in the top nine. I'm talking about two kids with in-state ties David Stone, who's the number two overall defensive lineman, and Zadavian Sims, who's in Durant, is the number nine overall defensive lineman. Nigel Smith in the state of Texas is the number number seven defensive lineman. OU Crystal Ball is in for him. And then Williams uh, Winari out of Lee Summit North of Missouri, who's the number one defensive lineman. So I don't know if it's too early. Can we start setting over unders on how many of these D linemen OU needs to get in this class?
2: Yeah, I mean. There are a couple of them. Like I said, I think Nigel Smith. You can pretty much pencil in. If you remember, he did uh, some radio with us back at. Uh, oh yeah. Um, back at Brent's first spring game. So uh, he is in Norman often uh, and early. You know, he kind of one of those guys. It seems that if you're in on him early, he's going to pay attention to those guys. That's a, that's a big prospect that I think everybody assumes is going to be a five star. Um, and, and, and that's one of those guys, Tyler, specifically him that's going to, if and when Michael Hawkins does commit to the Sooners, that'll be big. I mean, you look at guys like Nigel Smith, Peyton Pierce, um, even, um, you know, Davon Mitchell, those kind of guys, like it, that makes a massive impact on their recruiting. So uh, the quicker that can happen and the quicker the UIL process can be over, the better. But, yeah, as far as the rest of the defensive linemen, uh, man, I think out of the uh, out of the Nguaneri, uh, David Stone, Davian Sims, and Nigel Smith, I think you go three for four at minimum. Woo!
1: So two is two-and-a-half the over-under, or is three-and-a-half the, uh, the over-under that I need to place on this?
2: I think two-and-a-half. Yeah, uh, I think two-and-a-half because, yeah. again, as you said, these these can shift. A lot of things can change in a recruitment. But I think it's safe to assume because, you know, the the typical things that you think about a recruitment are – Okay, If the kid moves, obviously that's, that's usually a significant factor in that. Um, if, if their coaching changes, whether it be his position coach or the head coach, much like we saw uh, you know, with Lincoln Riley leaving, that could throw a wrench in Missouri's efforts with uh, williams uh, If If Missouri doesn't make it out of next season somehow, uh, with that coaching staff intact, it may set up beautifully for the Sooners. It does seem like Todd Bates and Brent Venables and all those guys, they're they are not going anywhere, Miguel Chavis and those guys. So as far as defensive line recruiting, uh, I, I think this is kind of the – this is the class that people have circled, right? Yeah. A lot of people have been complaining about, man, where are the, where are the big boys, man? Where are the defensive linemen? Here's if chance. You look chance. So, yeah, if you look at some of the guys we got uh, coming in even in the portal – uh, you know, you look at like a Jacob Lacey, like grad transfer type, like that's just a one-year plug-and-play type situation. Like you need, you know, this 2024 class, you need to hit on these guys. You know, I think I think there are some other positions uh, in this 2024 class that I think will be wrapped up early. Uh, probably three or four of those positions will be wrapped up early, and I think you put all of your efforts into those top four guys.
1: Yeah, so two-and-a-half is our official over-under. We we, we good with that? Now, I'm sure some on the text line won't love that. Like, oh, hey, it's 0.5 until they prove that they can land an elite defensive lineman. But the point is, is that you're in really good shape here to land uh, multiple because as it sits right now, you're going head up against Michigan State for probably two of them, right? David Stone and, uh, of course, Zadavian Sims out of Durant. Maybe an OU Michigan State battle there. And then you mentioned Will uh, Winery, maybe an OU-Missouri battle there. So it's not like it's an OU-Alabama head-to-head or an OU-Georgia. And maybe Georgia and Alabama get in with some of these kids. But, look, man, if you're talking about landing elite defensive linemen, the guys that you've been waiting, I'll I'll take my chances, whether it happens or not, I'll take my chances against the likes of Michigan State and Missouri.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. And, again, what if Mel Tucker goes out there and – Uh, you know, has a five-win season again. You know, is there – I mean, I know they're paying him an absolute fortune, but – you know, he's going to be forced, even if they don't want to get rid of him because of the financial obligation, you gotta think some of that staff's gonna be mixed up if they go out and perform like they did this past year. That's often what you see with these big contracts. You look at A and M, for example. It's hey, we gotta make changes and the head guy, we owe him too much money, so make make sure the head guy makes those changes. So yeah, should be a great defensive line class. It can't be a situation where we get three out of the four and maybe let the number one defensive lineman in the country, um, you know, Williams on area ends up at, like, Oregon or something like that, and everybody goes, yep, see, told you Todd Bates couldn't recruit.
1: <laughs> the, Todd, uh, the Todd Bates slander on uh, social media, I have seen it the past few weeks, and it still uh, baffles me.
2: And I, But, I, but see, here's the thing. I get it from people who maybe haven't followed, a, a, like, national college football a lot over, you know, the last decade or so, because uh, I get that, you know. All they hear is, hey, 2019 Rivals Recruiter of the Year, you know, elite defensive line guy. We saw all the tweets go out, you know, whenever, you know, it was announced that he was coming our way. And, you know, all they know is we didn't land Hicks when, you know, he, by all accounts, was a silent. Uh, We let Ray Nod get out. We let Edric Hill. I like, uh, you know, we, we let a lot of these guys get out. So I do understand where some people may be, hey, you know, I'll believe it when I see it because they haven't seen it because they didn't pay attention to Clemson. 2024 is his – I mean, this should be his his absolute sure. best class, maybe that he's signed as a coach. Uh,
1: I think Vegas is uh, frowning at us a little bit for our line because I think their objecti- objective is to try to get money on both sides, you know, maybe as evenly as possible. We are not getting even money on both sides with our two-and-a-half over-under. This text from the 405, I'm all in on the under two-and-a-half. And Peyton says I'll go under. I'll believe it when I see it. We thought David Hicks was a lock, and he was until fifteen minutes before. I don't believe it until I see the facts on signing day. Well Peyton, you might be waiting for a while. Are they still doing faxes on signing days? <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't know if they're doing it that but I no, hey, look, more of a yeah. I, I think two and a half is a is a good number. I think it's a fair number. But if Peyton and some other textures want to say, yeah, I'm not doing it this early, guys. I'll believe it when I see it. I, I can totally understand where some people yeah, are coming from. There's yeah, some PTSD that's totally there. Fair.
2: That's totally fair, and I, and I don't blame them one bit. There's no doubt about it. You believe it when you see it, and believe it when the – and now, e- even when you know the the name's on the line, we just saw somebody from Miami, a four-star corner from Miami – uh, asked to be released from his NLI. We saw Jaden Rashada get released from his NLI. So even after the ink is dry, Tyler, it's still never a guarantee. So I totally understand on the unders on the 2.5. Here's the way I look at it. I, I think Zadavian Sims ends up a Sooner. Okay. I think, I think that Nigel Smith ends up a Sooner. So basically, you just have to land one of your top two uh, you know, the top two in the country, which I know sounds insane that I'm saying, oh, all you have to do is land one of the but top you're two in good, the country.
1: you're in a good spot for both but, those guys, man. But you're
2: in good, you're in good shape. Da- you know, David Stone has tried to commit to the Sooners three times, uh, you know, but, you know, his his folks, you know, want him to, you know, continue to, you know, take his visits, go through the process, maybe look out of state, things like that. But David Stone wants to be a sooner. Like he, you know, all this stuff going on with Michigan State. I get it. it's It's something to be worried about, I suppose. But I like he wants to be a sooner. so i'm I'm thinking this is a ton like the Peyton Bowen situation where it ends up being a look. I'm going to do what I want to do, and what I want to do is I want to be a Sooner. So we'll it, see.
1: It, just like their defensive backhaul in the 2023 class was the best they've had in pff, I don't even know how long, Travis, in terms of where they were ranked, this defensive line haul has the chance to be as impressive, if not more impressive, than the defensive backhaul that OU got last year. And, in fact, if, it stay, like if the rankings stay this way – and if you get four of the top nine defensive linemen, I think it'll be one of the most impressive, like, defensive position halls OU's had in a very, very long time. If you get four out of the top nine defensive linemen, are you kidding me? Yeah, that'll be historic.
2: Well, yeah, and and you know, you bring up the defensive backs in the last class. I mean, if you look at just what what they could do, maybe at the at the safety position, um, you know, Aaron Flowers. Uh, he he's the uh, 15th ranked safety right now. Uh, you got Jaden Hardy, um, who uh, is up there as well. I think they've got him as a corner, but he's you know the ninth rated prospect, 146 nationally. Like Brandon Hall uh, should have his entire you know room wrapped up. You know, late summer, I think. Like, I don't think there's going to be a situation where we're having to go down to the wire in his room specifically. So, with him being such a good recruiter, I would love to see him kind of, you know, kind of tag team in some of these uh, defensive linemen commits that are, they will go deeper into the cycle. So I think he puts a bow on this safety class with two or three uh, safeties. Uh, good, highly rated, you know, there's a trio out of Texas uh, that's really good. You lock those in and then full core press on the uh, defensive line.
1: <laughs> will Devon Mitchell transferring to Los Alamitos put OU on the back burner, similar to T.A. Cunningham? Here's another one. Devon Mitchell headed to Los Alamitos. Do you think we will have an actual shot with him? An actual shot? I mean, I think that you'll probably have an actual shot, but – It seems like a lot of people are are, are trending Travis towards, yeah, that sets up very nicely for Mule Shoe out there at USC.
2: Oh, of course it does, right? You know, being there in the backyard, no doubt. But here's the thing. Those two are extremely close. And I I talked with somebody very, very, very close to that recruitment. Um, And, you know, he had said that, look, uh, he's going to look at the quarterback room uh, and that's going to be a massive part of, of his college decision, uh, you like that if you're Oklahoma because uh, if you look at obviously Jackson Arnold in the room now, and you assume that Michael Hawkins is going to be in the room, and not only is Michael Hawkins going to end as a top ten quarterback in the 2024 cycle, he's his best friend. Uh, you know, he's been visiting Oklahoma with Michael Hawkins Jr. every time, so he's been to Oklahoma a ton. He's very comfortable. He's he's obviously very close with Michael Hawkins. All those things line up pretty nicely and the fact that he's reclassified to 2024 i mean i i had brought that up with with somebody again close to the uh, uh close to the recruitment about him reclassifying because his body's ready he's you know i i think that he wants to be in the 2024 class again his, his best friend is and i i see this as his last year in high school and i actually I think OU's got a coin flip chance here, even with him being out in California, because he I, he would have loved to go to Frisco, I imagine. Sure. But the UIL here's the thing everybody has to remember: the reason Michael Hawkins is transferring because of their He's got a uh, case. racist graffiti situation at their house. So when it comes to getting a getting transfer, you know, paperwork pushed through and everything like that, and he can do that. Mitchell didn't have that, so he couldn't just say, "Oh, hey, yeah, I, I just want to transfer this way." Like UIL makes that a lot more difficult, um, you know, than than it would have been for Hawkins. So I think if if that was an easy um, you know process, I think actually he would be in Frisco with Hawkins.
1: Uh, one more before we hit a break from the five minute. Why would an elite tight end want to go play for a guy in Muleshoe, notorious for underutilizing the tight end position? To be fair, he did have a Mackey Award winner in 2017, his first year as a head coach. However, when he was the offensive coordinator, were we hoping and wishing that Mark Andrews would be a part of the offense a little bit more for the previous two years? Yes. So, can can, <laughs> can you accurately criticize a guy that's had a Mackey Award winner? Um, outside of that, has he had great tight end play as a as an OC at OU or a head coach at USC or OU? I Outside of that one year, I don't, I don't really know if that's been the case. Stogner had a very promising yeah. 2020 start, but it didn't um, materialize towards well, the back end. Well, when you
2: look head, at, like, hurt. Calcaterra, uh, you know, had, you know, concussions and whatnot. A lot of people thought he should retire from football. Now he's, you know, in the, uh, he's on the Eagles roster in the Super Bowl. So uh, he didn't retire, thank goodness for him. Um, and then Stogner again with, it, with that issue, um, with his leg, like – You've had some injury bad luck as well. I mean, Lee Morris did a nice job. But he was, you know, tied to the hip with Kyler Murray. It seemed he had that ridiculous run of like, you know, like eighty percent of his catches went for touchdowns or something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's pretty clear when you see the transfers that are going out to Los Al. It's clear that uh, there is definitely some NIL stuff on the high school level. For them out there. Yeah. Uh, so so I think that has something to do with it. I saw an interesting
1: graphic over the weekend from Max Preps. They had like a uh, map of the United States, and they had the best high school football team of all time across every state. I don't know if that means just as a program or an individual team, but um, I, I don't know. Maybe the answer won't surprise too many people. You, you probably had to be around in the 90s to remember what this team was in the state of Oklahoma, but we'll tell you about that and uh, a whole lot more coming up next. Coaching Scuttlebutt is out there. The OLA, or excuse me, the OC candidate in Notre Dame could be a very familiar name and a whole lot going on across college football as well. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans.
0: Sooner fans, The Ref Sports Radio Network. Do you know the harmful effects mold can have on you, your family, or your workplace? Hey, it's Chris Plank from my friends at Cavens Maintenance Group. If your home or business was recently affected by the cold temps and you had a pipe break or flooding, there could be a possibility of mold, which can have harmful effects on you and your family. Cavens test your home or business to make sure everyone is safe. Call Cavens today in Oklahoma City. at four. 4-
3: it means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blaze the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Oklahoma high school sports.
0: This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: Locked in with McComas and Davidson today. The Thune side of the show will join me from 5 to 6 tonight. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. The Ref Army listening nationwide once again today, Travis. Noonan, Georgia is tuned in. Spokane, Washington. Miami, Florida. Franklin, Tennessee. Mansfield, Texas. And our small Oklahoma town of the day is Temple, Oklahoma. Thank you to uh, all of you out there listening to us via our free app. Just search KREF in the app store. And uh, I think you, who live in the 918s in the downtown Tulsa area, what do you like, 99% app listenership when you tune into the ref? Do I have that right?
2: Yeah, I'm 99% app listenership. I mean, regardless, even if I were in Norman, I'd probably be 99% app. You're always guaranteed crystal clear uh, sound. And you've got all the podcasts right there, too, so I don't – Typically, uh, you know, listen to um, Toby's. I catch a lot of Plank Show, but uh, I go back and listen when the day's done. I listen to the early shows then. So being able to do all that, it I really I really enjoy that. So I'm an app guy through and through.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way, some of you, yes, you are correct. Now, Max Prep did. I, I don't know if this is like the best high school football program of all time for each state or just the best single team. They have Lot Nike on there, which um, – those of you, yeah, some of you do remember, Lawton Ike actually won the 1990 National Championship. I believe that was handed out by USA Today. 14-0, Lawton Eisenhower won the National Championship in 1990, which is crazy to think about. So if you're just doing a single team, the best high school football team of all time across every state, yeah, it's hard to disagree with a team that was uh, crowned a National Championship, but the best program of all time – would be a different answer than Lawton Eisenhower to me.
2: Yeah, I think you'd have to go – I mean, it, it it depends really what class you're talking about, everything like that. If you go up to 6A, then, you know, Jinx would have quite the uh, case to make for that, uh, and that hurts me being a Union grad. Uh, would you say but, Jinx
1: is more of a traditional power than Union has been?
2: Yeah, Union was always in it, but it felt like the just the, the runs that Alan Trimble went on, like, I mean, it was it was absurd there for a while in the in '90s and 2000s. So, um, you know, I, I would I would again it it pains me to say it, but yeah, I think Jinx would think be hard Jinx. to disagree.
1: Yeah, just like their notoriety as a program too. Like when you think of Jinx, you think football, right? At least I do. Um, Carl yeah. Albert, I mean, Carl Albert is not saying that Jinx is not, but Carl Albert is a really good athletic program, just kind of top to bottom. Um, but Carl Albert's obviously had some football success. 8 has had some football success. There's a lot of high school programs that have had football success. If you're saying all-time, then I would expect to see the Jinx logo in there instead of the uh, Lawton Ike logo that I'm currently looking at.
2: Yeah, but best team yeah, best team of all time, I think I think Lawton Ike uh, um, is deserving, no doubt. Because when you think of the top end, um, I mean, obviously, you've had some some crazy teams come through 6A, but – I don't think I don't think they really compete nationally. As we've seen, obviously prep um, football really evolve over the last really uh, 10, 15 years. I think I don't think you'll have any that would have won a national championship.
1: Ronnie Crimson says Booker T is one of the best programs. Uh, Sooner Gundy says Clinton in the 90s, Frisco Sooner 85 to 88. Lawton teams were off the charts. Uh, this is from the 580. Ada deserves to be in that conversation. Like, yeah, I look, it, like, we've had, I think we had, like the Mount Rushmore of Oklahoma high school football yeah. conversation a few months ago, and there's some really great programs that are left off. It's just it's really hard to argue against Jinx. Like, is Alan Trimble, like, forget just Jinx in itself. Like, put that aside for one second. Is Alan Trimble the single most well-known head coach in Oklahoma high school football history. I think he may be.
2: Yeah, yeah, and obviously it depends on on what Blankenship does with the rest of his career, um, and it depends on probably what his kids do. uh, Because, you know, it's if you can have that same name, you know, kind of at the top of the conversation, if you can have that Blankenship name at the top of the conversation for another – 20, 25 years, and you look at you know Bill Blankenship, a guy that obviously won a state championship in Arkansas, um, obviously has, has won them in in the 6A out of uh, the 918 um, in Union. I mean it's 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 impressive, man. Uh, so I w- I would that's that's where I'll allow my bias to creep in is I think Blankenship would would be a close second when you think of. Of that.
1: They had a Katie as the program in the state of Texas. I think if you even just kind of, you know, moderately follow recruiting, then you've heard of Katie High School in the state of Texas before. So no surprise there. Um, it looks like Bishop Gorman in Nevada. Like, okay, yeah, we know the level of athletes that they put out on a year in year out basis, including DeMarco Murray, who Gorman has had in the past, right? Uh, Matter Day in the state of California, that one makes a whole lot of sense. So I'm kind of looking across the rest of the country, and I don't know all these logos because that's just what they have as logos. But Katie in the state of Texas, Gorman in Nevada, Matter Day in California, yeah, those three are hard to really disagree with as well. And yeah. obviously, OU recruiting fans are pretty familiar with all three of those schools.
2: Right, all national programs. When you look at just the state championship count, in Oklahoma high school football, Ada has the most, but hasn't had one since 1996. Yep. Um, and then obviously Jinx. Uh, but Ada
1: thing. was a power for sure. That, like there was oh, definitely yeah, a sure. time.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Jinx 2021 was their last. Carl Albert obviously 2022 was their last. Um, so you'd have to. You'd have to go a little bit farther down to find your your Booker T's and Unions and things like that. I I tell you what, Bixby keeps on keeps going on. Dude, this, uh, I know, man. This run Seriously. like they've been going. You know, it it I, a lot of it comes down to you know coaching, right? Like how long can a specific coach stay at one particular program? If Montgomery stays there for the long term and Bixby stays on this trajectory, um, yeah, watch out. I mean, because they're they're gonna, they, they're, they're gonna, gonna have a chance quickly. to
1: go. Yeah, I mean, it'd be different, right? If Bixby was in, you know. 5A or 6A2, and they were just kind of, you know, running one of those two, but they never got to play jinx. I don't know if there would be a situation for them to overtake, like, historically, here's, like, the best high school uh, program in the state. But now that they are competing against uh, jinx on a year-in, year-out basis, Bixby will have that opportunity in, like, 20 years' time. I don't yeah. know. If, I, I'm not going to sit here and bet on them doing that. I mean, they're, at a, they're really, really impressive right now. But, like, they're going to have that opportunity, man.
2: I think they're going to have to put, if they don't, again, if they go on a run of, you know, six straight, seven straight at, at this level, you know, obviously we'll have those conversations as the best run ever. But I think they got to put some people in. I, I think there's some Bixby, like, obviously you have Chris Harris, but I think you need more Bixby guys to have major college football success and perhaps even NFL success to start really talking about it as, hey, man, that's that's it right there.
1: Let me uh, read a few texts here, and then uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, where does Oklahoma rank as a state in terms of just football talent it produces on a year-in, year-out basis? Uh, Clinton was a power, 678 area code. Clint, uh, Clinton is the best program in the state. Look it up. That's uh,
2: from the 580. I mean, they've, they're they tied for the third most state championships. Yeah, for yeah.
1: sure. Um, Bigsby and Wagner is the new small school, says Guy. Uh, Kyle says Joe Tunnel at Lindsey in the 70s. 918 Wagner is not too shabby uh, in the 918. Mike Lee at Clinton. Carl Albert and Jinx. Everyone can argue over the rest, so... This is not a conversation where everyone's going to agree on. But I do think that if you were to do a Mount Rushmore or, or a top five, I think we can all agree that Jinx has got to be in the top five. And Carl Albert's definitely got to be in that top five as well.
2: Oh, absolutely. But I always, three I and four like,
1: or three to five, then that's where the debate really happens.
2: Yeah. these are These are always fantastic conversations, right? Because there's always a... Well, and it's not even close. This school, and it's not even close. It's like, no, the fact that there are other opinions means it must be close. <laughs> because yeah. he's got a bunch of them.
1: Sean throws a shot. He says, I'm surprised it wasn't Oklahoma State, uh, the most successful high school team in the state ooh, of Oklahoma. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs> I like that, though. I like uh,
1: that. All right, yeah, so just kind of, you know, on average, the past 10, 20 years, how far are you want to go back? I mean, wh- whatever. Like, where do you think, year in and year out, Oklahoma ranks as a state in terms of producing talent? Random question, I know. Ooh. Just, just curious, what you think in terms
2: of producing talent? Uh, are you talking like top end, like five star talent?
1: Um, in no, the last I, I, you know, I, I'm talking like just you know, like three stars and above, probably. Um, just, just overall, like good high school football players that go
2: on to play power I five think, college football. You know, I think we're, you know, just kind of right there with a lot of the other kind of Midwest uh, and and northern you know states. I mean, you look at. Uh, what the state of Nebraska does what Kansas what Missouri does um, even the state of Arkansas you get a bit more obviously to the southeast but I think I think kind of up through that through that channel right there I think you're going to pretty much have the same where yeah you get some uh, you get some big time players but in no means is anybody confusing Oklahoma with just an absolute sure. factor. They're not
1: one of those states in the southeast. They're they're not Texas. They're right. not Louisiana. They're not Alabama or Georgia or Florida. Maybe a good comp for Oklahoma is... I think Oklahoma is somewhat similar to Arkansas that it kind of depends on the year to how much top-end talent there is. Now, maybe overall depth-wise, Oklahoma's a better state year in and year out than Arkansas. I think you can make that argument. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of what the best comp would be. Like Would Missouri be... The best comp in terms of talent on a year-in-year-out yeah, basis.
2: Yeah, I think it's close. And, and Tyler, you, you know, you bring up Texas, man. I think that I think that both Texas and California, just on a population you know factor like that's why i'm always like hey you know what yeah you got to recruit texas i mean of the of the people we talked about in the 2024 class i think every one of them for the most part except for david stone that we mentioned is from texas so when when you look at stuff like that sure but part of it is because they have what 24 million people living there yeah i mean that that, that probably has something to do with it you know at a certain point you just have enough people playing football that of course it's going to it's going to matter so that's why I look at you know the Georgias and the Floridas and um, the Louisiana when you really start to look at populations and they still are putting out just as much d1 talent high Dn talent as the states like California and Texas that's when I really start to think like okay that state is is an actual high school football powerhouse as opposed to just man they got a lot of kids down sure. there
1: 918 says, I would think Oklahoma would rank about 18 to 20 in talent. Um, roughly, maybe maybe around the top 15. You know, I, I was looking at last year's class, um, and, and that's just last year. It's not a, you know, every year thing. I think the 2023 class was great in state. But, man, look how many kids ended up at Power 5 schools. Now that Houston is a Power 5 school, I'm counting them, um, you had 19 – excuse me – 18 of the top 19 players in the state of Oklahoma are playing for Power 5 teams next year. That's insane. And actually, you can extend it out even further than that. You can go 22 of the top 24 players in state will be Power 5 players next year. That's nuts, man. No, that's... I, I mean, has there ever been a year where the state has produced 22
2: Power 5 players before? 2025 will be the next year that looks like that. 2025 is absolutely loaded. Uh, so... Yeah, with that, but it's interesting because you can kind of write off like a lot of your, you know, maybe your extremely northeast states, again, just based on like population at a certain point. And, you know, if there's a bunch of pro teams around something, you typically maybe see um, the northeast focus more on pro clubs than you do really develop the high school and college football type situations. Um, yeah, I guess, I, I I don't know, that seems high to me. Top 15 seems high, I don't know why, but, I mean, you're – you're automatically going to have Florida, Georgia, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, California, Texas, even Ohio. Yeah, Ohio for um, sure. Uh, uh, Nevada. Um, put their, uh,
1: Arizona probably as well.
2: They've been putting out, obviously, yeah. uh, you know, B. John Robinson, Spencer Rattler, Deuce Robinson, all these guys. Um, those. And then, again, you kind of can bounce around the – I mean, Probably Tennessee, I'd put above us. Um, the Carolinas, like you would just have to get closer to the southeast. So, I would put us. Be, I would put us uh, between eighteen and twenty-four. Well, this year's
1: class would ha- have a pretty good showing with that. Michigan State, Oklahoma, A and M, Arkansas, Alabama, Colorado, Oklahoma State, Vanderbilt, North Carolina, Houston, Kansas State, Nebraska, Illinois. Uh, Iowa State. That's a pretty. That's those are players uh, or those are programs where top uh, Oklahoma players signed this uh, this this past class. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty not, good. A lot of SEC programs in there. And All it's right, good
2: coaching. Oklahoma's got a little, there lot of you coaches go. right
1: now. There you go. 405 651 Four oh five, six five one, thirty four thirty nine. All impact team for twenty twenty three for true freshmen. Interesting. One OU signee was listed as uh, one of the biggest impact players. As a true freshman for his team, we'll tell you who it is coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref.
0: The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal, on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Visit FastSigns.com. Teddy Lehman. I thought this
3: was just one of the more fascinating things I've ever seen. And
0: Tyler McComas. That to me is just, that's unbelievable. Telling it like it is, whether it's what you want to hear or not.
2: I think there's some truth to that, but I still think you're a total homer, but (laughs) I think there is some truth to that.
0: (laughs) Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. after an amazing run to the College World Series Finals. It's got a chance. Track. Wall. go! Skip Johnson and the boys are back and poised for another run to Omaha. Got him! Swing it! To catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref, 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go anywhere in the world on the KREF app. And you can unhitch the wagon, put the ponies in the barn. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
1: Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier
3: full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance
1: team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate.
0: Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? (gasps) Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit TalkAboutVaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge.
3: DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
1: Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up To Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and Stand Up To Cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and the Get Advantage Miles, go to to StandUpToCancer.org slash American Airlines. Locked in with McComas and Thune at Live on the Ref. No Thune. He'll be back at 5 p.m. today. That means Davidson slides in. Appreciate Travis for hopping on an extra hour today. We'll catch up with him at uh, 2.30 tomorrow. He'll be on with me on the rush from 3 to 6. Here's some uh, interesting Big 12 recruiting notes that I picked up today. You know, Kansas State just had their first top 50 class in this 2023 cycle for the first time since 2014, Travis. We know that Kansas State never routinely recruits at a high level. They're not a uh, regular in the top 25. Kansas State though, their first top 50 class since 2014, even that surprised me.
2: Yeah, I mean, do you think maybe they're they're finally capitalizing on uh, you know, some big wins, uh, even even against Oklahoma and others and obviously maybe. being uh, having a good year this year, obviously, uh, really good year. One of the best years in their program's history, really, uh, when you look at the end results. So I think people are finally saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's go up there. They might be doing something special over there. Maybe not just Deuce Vaughn, or maybe just on the back of a uh, Colin Klein or Darren Sproles or any of those that seem to have carried them in the past, like." Maybe they, got, maybe they got something cooking up well, there and it, want to be a part of it. It
1: helped they got the top quarterback in the state and one of the better quarterbacks in the uh, cycle this year. Avery Johnson, I think, is who it is. But right. their first top 50 class since 2014 is wild. Um, Tech had something similar. Now, Tech's been recruiting at a higher level than Kansas State over the past 10 years. Texas Tech had the number 26 overall class. Tech had its highest-ranked class since 2011.
2: 26 yeah I mean that's and and I'm not comparing you know I'm just comparing specifically from a football perspective he's got a lot in common with Art Briles in a way that he knows the state of Texas and knows the high school recruiting there the high school head coaches I mean Joe McGuire's been he's a hall of famer in the state of Texas in the high school ranks I mean he, as far as recruiting Texas goes, he is going to do extremely well there. Sure. Uh, for the, I mean, foreseeable future, because again, you could pick a, a, a high school in the middle of nowhere, and he'll probably tell you, you know, notable players from there. He's got a relationship with the head coach. You know, all this that, and the other. I mean, that stuff matters. There's
1: a reason OU wanted to add him to the staff about
2: four, or five years ago. Right. And and it, and, and there's no, it's no surprise that. After really kind of a respectable season, Texas Tech moved on from Matt Wells so quickly because he he had a fine season, and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, we we want Joey McGuire to be the guy in charge. Yeah. And it's like, okay.
1: So Kansas State had its best recruiting class since 2014. Tech had its best recruiting class since 2011, and UCF just signed its highest-ranked player ever. So <laughs> there's some Big 12 teams that. Uh, had a really good recruiting cycle. And I'm sure TCU had one of its best classes that it's probably had in quite some time. So, though you didn't see a whole lot of Big 12 schools outside of OU and Texas in the top 15, I don't think you saw any Big 12 schools outside of OU and Texas Correct. in the top 15. Some had kind of like legendary classes, or at least like the, the, the best in a decade or so.
2: Yeah, and it'll be interesting, Tyler, because I don't think that – Hmm. I don't think that there's going to be a big bump in anybody's recruiting when OU and Texas leave because I don't think the Big 12 is in very high demand for in the high school ranks of people saying like like I've talked to recruits that said man I just want to play in the SEC. I just want to play in the SEC. Like I don't I don't think I've ever heard anybody say man I just grew up I want to play in the Big 12, you know, against that competition. I, and and that's not a knock. You know, we've had some really really good teams that go on really good runs, but when you take OU and Texas out of the equation, whenever that may be, whether that's 2024 or 2025, like how far down do you have to go to find the highest ranked recruiting class in the Big 12? Because right now, if you look at, obviously the SEC's got great ones. Obviously you can even go independent and say Notre Dame's got a great class. You can go out West and it's, You know, Oregon and USC are going to be recruiting at a high level. You go to the ACC and you got Miami and even Florida State, but Clemson's always signing a good class. Like, you want to say Power Five Conference, but who's going, who will be and where will they be ranked, um, whoever the highest is after OU and Texas leave?
1: Maybe UCF. Just because of the state that they're in, but and where I mean, is yeah. the, is is the highest ranked top team? None of those schools will ever be routinely 18? in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, that's 15? that's probably that's probably a good that's probably a good guess, but not in the top ten, man. I I, I don't see it. Um, the All Impact team from twenty four seven sports. So they basically just compiled a team of instant impact recruits that are to play right away. So for instance, they have one quarterback, Dante Moore at UCLA. I'd say that that's Got a good chance of happening. Uh, throw Nico in there as well at Tennessee. Cedric Baxter at Texas. They have him as the running back. It sounds like he might be the truth. Um, not as good as Bijan Robinson next year, but it sounds like Cedric Baxter is going to play right away. Five star running back, number one overall running back for uh, Texas.
2: No, he's yeah, he's he's a really good player. Uh, you know, I've made no, uh, it's no secret that I'm a huge fan of Bijan Robinson. I think it's a, you know hilarious that they basically wasted him uh, at the University of Texas. I think he's going to go on to a to a really good NFL career, and they're going to look back and wonder why they were basically 500 with him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Cedric Baxter is really, really good. That was a great pickup by them. Uh, we'll see. You know, it wouldn't be the first five-star that we, you know, got wrong. But, yeah, I think that, I think that he's going to be really good. And, yeah, but he's not going to replace him. Keep in mind, Tyler, Bijan's gone, but Roshan Johnson's also gone. That's I, a bigger I,
1: loss than most people think, man. Yeah,
2: and I know that a lot of people, myself included, when they saw him move from, from quarterback to running back, I'm like, huh, geez, they must be down bad in the running back room. And he turned into a great kind of secondary option with Bijan, right? Because Bijan obviously ate up you know a ton of carries, but they're really high on Brooks, and they're really high on Baxter, but hey, we'll see.
1: Anthony Hill was listed as the, the instant impact player at one of the three linebackers they have listed. Actually, did they just have... Yeah, they had three linebackers listed. Anthony Hill at Texas, number one linebacker listed. One Sooner was on this list, and if you would have told me before I read this, I would have probably have guessed P.J. Atabare. I would have been wrong. Peyton Bowen is the freshman that's listed on this article for o u uh number three safety number fifty seven overall player according to twenty four seven sports if there was one player, would you have guessed Peyton Bowen and do you agree that it should be Peyton Bowen that's on the list
2: yeah, I think that maybe they're they're considering that you know there, there's some opportunity there on the back end of the defense. I know we're returning a lot of guys, but there, there's some opportunity, and there's also opportunity in the return game. The people that have watched Denton Geyer play, I mean, he, he's electric in the in the return game, much like Billy Bowman is, and obviously they're they're from the same town, right, in Denton, Texas. So uh, no surprise that those guys are, are are kind of in the same vein. But yeah, I'm surprised. I wonder. I think I would have picked PJ because I just don't think – we don't have somebody on the roster that looks like that, yeah. is built like that. So <laughs> I think it's a natural, like, you know, once once he understands, you know, everything, if, if, if it's just a situation of, hey, go get the quarterback, pin your ears back, go get the quarterback, I don't think there's a lot of things that a lot of tackles can do to stop him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that would have been my move. I'm kind of surprised they didn't say – jackson arnold just because Uh oh yeah
1: that would have fueled the fire you know what i mean like
2: it's just it seems like that's been a lot of the conversation that the national guys have had that says jackson arnold's ready to come in play day one you know more so than any other quarterback and uh it's weird because i haven't seen that many national people not say that like they're real and when you get to that level like why are you saying this why are all of you agreeing on this Usually there's a little bit of, you know, back and forth on it, but everybody thinks that, hey, he's going to be ready day one. But that's that just opens up, as Teddy has spoke about, that just opens up the quarterback run game for Dylan Gabriel if you've got a, if you've got a backup that you're really comfortable with.
1: One final segment of Locked In coming up next. We'll uh, get to your text coming up next segment. Don't forget Bob Stoops coming your way next hour at 320. More coming up next right here on The Ref.
0: Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref.
3: You're simply the best. Riverwind is the best place to play this February. With all of your favorite games and the
1: best service. Plus our $75,000 Love to Get Away giveaway. Earn entries for your chance to win cash, prizes, and travel vouchers. And five times entries on Thursdays and Sundays, with drawings on the 11th and 25th.
2: So if you want to get away, it's time to come to Riverwind. You're simply
3: for three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after
1: year, our family believes in serving
3: the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. you You've got, got our, our word, word on it. On it
2: weight loss surgery is more than a procedure it's a life-changing experience at norman regionals journey clinic our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their
1: fullest potential in health and in life our nationally accredited program offers support through every
2: stage of your weight loss journey giving you all the resources you need along the way the path to a healthier
3: you isn't one you have to walk alone call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if journey clinic is right for
2: you
1: are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, FootJoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call
0: the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Matthew. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to
1: me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really
3: does matter to me.
0: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but
1: I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
3: For more
0: information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
3: Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the US Air Force. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55 plus living community has a little bit of everything from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone.
0: Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today,
2: 405-735-5510 today. Final
1: segment locked in with McComas and Thune. Travis sliding in for Parker today. Air Comfort Solutions text line, Jackson F. Arnold hasn't lost his student ID yet. The other kid has several times. We may be in for a good four years. Well, if it gets to four, it may just end up being three.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I think I've made... Myself abundantly clear on how I feel uh, about Jackson Arnold versus Arch Manning. I, I don't. I mean, you you heard them say it, right? I mean, you heard the two four seven guys say it whenever they named him top player in the cycle. Well, you can't ignore that pedigree. That pedigree is that like. Oh, and o- Odell Beckham Jr. went to the same uh, high school, so that's got to be good stuff. Like his uncles went. Like all the arguments like it seems they're so defensive nobody talks about what he's actually done for the most part so um I, he's perfect for texas they're great for each other couldn't be happier for them um and and, and yeah I'm, I'm stoked about jackson Arnold.
1: oregon will be the best team in the league by far says the 512 area code colorado has a chance to be second but top to bottom big 12 will be a way more competitive and entertaining conference TCU just went to the playoff. I think the Big 12 will be in much better hands than the new Pac 12 conference. Um, w- w- Washington I- they got some they got some momentum right now, and Oregon does as well. Like if Oregon's making the playoff on a regular basis, which I'm going to guess that they're probably going to in a new 12 team playoff. Like I-, I can see a path where you're right, Texter, but I, I still think Oregon probably has the highest ceiling out of any Pac-12 or Big 12 team non-OU in Texas moving forward, and obviously non-USC and UCLA.
2: Yeah, I would say, I mean, if you if you just start to look at the extremely, way too early 2024 uh, Pac-12 team rankings, just recruiting Oregon, Colorado, Arizona, and Washington are your top four, so not even USC and UCLA. I think uh, the Pac-12 is on the rise, and I don't know who's going to take over the Big 12, Tyler. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you sliding in for an
1: hour. I guess we'll talk tomorrow.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man. See you then.
1: There you go. Travis Davidson, Bob Stoops coming your way at 320 next hour. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans.
0: 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref Sports Radio Network. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors
2: Up. Air Comfort Solutions is turning up the heat this winter. Visit aircomfortsolutions.net to schedule a furnace tune-up for $69. Air Comfort Solutions, where savings are in the air. Air Comfort Solutions is offering 12 months no interest, no payments financing on a new energy efficient furnace. Learn more at aircomfortsolutions.net, where savings are in the air.
0: Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. My crazy person. And locked on Sooners, Josh Helmer. That is absurd.